Hi, my name's Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat, and we're Ali Cat, and we're bringing you Bampot Productions podcast. Okay, so a bit of sad news for the listeners. I yes. Shinzo Abe, right, the ex prime minister of Japan, mm-hmm. as of a few days ago, was shot and unfortunately has died as a result. Um. Most people who are not living in a hole and are on social media or even glance the newspapers will have seen it or will have seen recordings. Seen what? Um, I rarely come out of my hole. Abe was doing a campaign speech. Um, yeah. He's been prime minister, it seems, several times across the years, but he had resigned actually uh, in 2020. Uh, and... He was doing just a very small re-election speech. It wasn't a particularly lot of people. Yeah. Um, Can I ask, was that for him or was it for another candidate from his party? No, no, him. Was he running um, again? Yeah. Um, he was on a box. He had a microphone. Um, it wasn't a particularly big crowd. He was surrounded by a couple of people. Um, and then suddenly you hear a loud bang and you see what looks like smoke. Yeah. Now, it's weird, because Abe kind of turns his head a bit, but he doesn't seem particularly alarmed. And the rest of the crowd are a bit like, oh my god, what the hell is that? Because in Japan, it's not very common to hear or see these kinds of things. And then a few moments later, there's another bang, and then he falls from the box, because then he was hit by the shrapnel. Mm. Um, and then the security very quickly apprehend the gunman, who was very near him, um, uh, and they pile on top of him. Now, there's several recordings from several angles. Um, some of them, you see Abby, and then as soon as the bang starts, the camera drops, but other people continue to film. It seems he wasn't hit until the second shot, so there was only two particularly distinct shots. It wasn't a machine gun where it constantly ran. Um, it was... A homemade handgun? It was well, a shotgun, I think, is what they said. Shotgun? Yeah. Uh, so I had no idea you could make a gun in your home from a couple of bits of I'd like tape to be our and piping. Next podcast is a how to. Uh, I'm not sure if I would encourage that. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because I don't know who's listening to it and their mental health and their state of mind. Yeah, well, the only thing, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That's what they say. That's a phrase. I've heard it. But so it's not true all the we need time. To, well, I think that if every teacher was armed with a gun, we'd be in a much better position. Lots of good people are armed with weapons and mm-hmm. bad people come along and kill them still. I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah, but eventually a good guy will stop the bad guy. Eventually. Like a good politician that puts through a good piece of legislation. Like who? To limit guns. Um, which is what they've done recently in New York. Also, well, to, 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 to get a concealed yeah. license for a weapon now in New York, then apparently they're going to thoroughly go through someone's social media accounts because there's been so many people that have went on rampages that prior, yeah. they really post things that are very obvious in hindsight or that are very concerning. Gosh. But I wonder how that, many... That's but, a fact, actually. No, no like they're doing that in the state of New York, at least. So here's the thing. I'm sure every time you go through a killer's social media, you'll find really alarming things. 
That said, I suspect you'll find a lot of people post those alarming things who do not go on to shoot, which might make it quite problematic to identify. I don't know if it's going to really narrow down your risky people that much. Do you know I what I mean? I think that's... An, no, see... I, do you know what I think that the powers that be are doing mm-hmm. in New York City? I think what you said is actually very correct. I think they're trying to make it harder for um, people to apply yeah, for the license. Gen- yeah. Because who would want to open up all their social media platforms oh, shit. to the government? Oh, God. Because you can't always remember the things you've said or the pictures that you've posted. Yeah. Or the way it could be construed, or the fact that a bureaucrat behind that could just be bored one day and go, well, that seems a bit odd. So I, so I think a lot of it is to discourage people. Gosh, that's funny. Because I think what you're saying is correct. I think a lot of people say a lot of things, and is it's it... taken out of context. But the yeah. thing is, though, some people say things in hindsight. Now, I remember years ago, Ken, you remember the Virginia tech i do yeah. rampage at least 12 were killed and it was really actually quite ironic because the teacher for the guy that did the killing said you know in hindsight there were very small clues and i kind of wondered what were these small clues he wrote constantly in my english class oh, yeah, about yeah. massacres <laughs> and i knew he had underlying mental health problems and i thought that seems more than a small clue that seems like a major red flag but the thing is though this is all in hindsight because it how many people have underlying mental health problems and are interested in not it and even they just write about dark stuff dark there's stuff, probably exactly. a lot yeah. it doesn't just need but to they be don't go on, it could be any but dark stuff they don't go on a rampage yeah yeah so actually what the teacher was actually saying is right is a small clue um but then that's all in hindsight yeah. because then it would have been a small clue if that person hadn't right had gone off bought a weapon killed about 12 of his peers and then himself and the thing is like it can be um people that are say slightly mentally unwell and have an interest in kind of dark subject matters, it can actually be quite charismatic. You know, they can have, you know, there'll be a lot of people that are in the creative industries, writers, filmmakers that explore, songwriters that explore topics like that, that are actually doing it in a way that's maybe relatively healthy, but I say also charismatic. And it's not necessarily an indicator that you're a school shooter in the making. Um, It's a hard one to try and identify who those I guess people are in advance. It's probably almost impossible, but I I genuinely this is something I don't get about the left. You know they they well, say they're that, almost all men as well. Sorry, I just need to add that. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yep. And the gender aspect is never really looked at. They tend to look at the weapon aspect. They do, and I think that you I know think gender counts for an awful lot regarding it. I think there's a lot of issues that account for this more than the guns themselves, actually, yeah. because oh, because a weapon is a weapon. Yep, and. America has had easy access to guns for, you know, since its founding. And school shootings are a really modern thing. Like, they took off in the 90s. Before that, it wasn't. In fact... With Columbine. So, yeah. uh, There was a few in the... Before as well, actually. But it... They they started taking off, I think, in the 90s. And I was looking... This is like... It has peaked. NRA, like National Rifle Association line. So, a bit... Bit sceptical of using it. However... 
we hope I guess we hope it's peaked. That'd be great if it starts to go down. But um this is true, like a lot of schools in the seventies and the sixties had shooting ranges in the schools. Like kids would bring their own guns to school and it would be almost like a lesson on how to use your gun safely. Um this is a societal issue, not a weapons issue. Um, there's a real problem with disenfranchisement and I say young mentally ill men yeah. being so alienated that this seems to be an, an a viable option of something to do. This didn't exist. And if you think that's your only option is to take out a whole bunch yeah. of randoms right. that really have nothing to do with you and yourself. Yeah. That's really depressing. This is a like wider that actually issue. really scares me. Do you know the other thing as well? I think that the left should be very supportive of I actually completely agree. I think a good guy with a gun does not stop a bad guy with a no. gun. It's absolutely untrue. It is not a true... A good people with uh, guns die all the time by bad people. They do. do and know, like... if someone's coming in with the intent to like you know commit a crime or a massacre, they have the initiative and it's almost impossible to overcome that and you take control of a situation. Like If your gun's in your holster and you're a good guy and a bad guy comes in and points a gun at you and says, give me your stuff, you can't get your gun out of the holster before that guy fires. Like you're, it's not. It never happens. Like it's not, not how it works. However, the left are always wanting higher wages for unionized workers to strike and mm-hmm. to get better conditions for their work, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. And I don't. Something I don't understand is. Do you know, one of the, the greatest times in, I think, British history for mm-hmm. workers getting a better share mm-hmm. of the pie was immediately after World War Two. Mm-hmm. All after World War Two, the welfare state was built. Mm-hmm. Um, there was far more money redistributed. It was a very left leaning kind of time in politics. And one of the reasons for that is that most of the soldiers coming back from World War Two still had their guns with them. Mm-hmm. And they had their guns with them. They were well-trained. And there was actually a Conservative MP stood up in the House of the Parliament and he said... Oh, what did he say? He goes... It's something to the effect of... He said, you know, we kind of have to give them what they want here, you know, a welfare state, because we don't have a force that's better trained and better equipped to deploy against them. Like, if they want it, the workers of Britain can take it. Like, they could storm the parliament and overthrow. Like, they're well-armed. They've fought in a war. They're trained. We can't do shit to stop them. Imagine how easy it would be for teachers to strike for better pay if each of them was armed and trained. If each of them had an AR-15 at the picket line, you'd find it a lot harder to negotiate against an armed and trained worker. I think the left is missing out on something here. I think that if every single workplace had every single worker armed with guns, the managers and owners might find that it was a bit more tricky to deny a pay rise. I'm just saying. That's a really different perspective. Yeah. I've never looked at it that way, I guess. I'll never... do nothing to stop school shootings, but actually, if I was like a left-wing, militant union kind of guy, I'd be like, fuck yeah, get every worker a gun. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I never thought about it in that way until you mentioned it. I didn't know that that was something that happened after men came back from the war. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that, actually. I mean, they were shitting it in a lot of Western countries because 
the vast majority of men were armed and trained how to fight, and they were like, shit, it could be a revolution. We best uh, <laughs> give them a we welfare state. the masses. Yeah. Wait, so a welfare state came about in the UK to so-called prevent revolution and uprising no, it's not as the opposed only, to that it was the right thing to do quote unquote it's not the only reason but there was a lot of I, I guess it depends on your perspective and what facts you pick out I just thought this guy is one conservative MP I forget his name now but I always thought it was a really interesting speech that he gave and I think that played into it a little bit there's a lot of it it was also the best way to grow the economy at the time like in America you had the new deal um which was the, the, the massive deal. rebuilding program where government the infrastructure oh, right, okay, invested, yeah, where they gave invested everyone a job. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, it was. Was this after the first or second world war? You mean? This was a few projects before. I believe this was after the second world war, wasn't it? Right. So after nineteen forties, yeah. then. Um, but massive growth of things like the highway system. It was good for the economy. It gave everybody jobs. It got money sloshing around. It was just a good thing to do at that time. Um, probably quite important to be honest but uh, it was actually good economically to do that kind of thing and actually having some welfare is better for an economy you can argue about where the line is and when it's but actually it's a it's an efficient thing to have like you don't want people shitting a brick that if they're ill or lose their job like you know they're gonna die <laughs> like yeah. having some protection in there actually makes an economy more efficient um, in the long run. But it's arguable. Anyway, back to Shinzo Abe. This was a homemade gun, which I think kind of shows Which that... confuses me, because I had no idea you could actually make a gun in your home. Well, I guess there's lots of ways to do it. I mean, the, the, remember there was that guy in America or Britain that they kept like harassing because he was making 3D models to print of guns like how does that work how do you print a gun well you know those 3d printers yeah yeah so he just had a design for it and you needed to put certain parts in that you got separately but it was just like shit i guess it's... maybe i can't really fathom in my head how 3d printing actually works that could be it then but okay he... so going back to the this... shop it's like you made a gun I mean, the thing about, I guess, Japan has some of the strictest gun control laws in the world. And oh, yet, they don't seem to have any gun crime. And this guy made one. Like, you can't really, like, mm -hmm. it's not a difficult thing. I mean, you need... What do you need to... Well, I don't know if we should really talk about this. Well, I mean, it's not about how to make it, but I mean, you need a projectile that gets fired, something to kind of guide that, it's like a tube of some kind, and then explosive to launch it. Like, it's not... It's not like it's a complicated... If you want to make it simply, we could probably put some... People do this all the time. You get really those, like, potato guns and stuff. Like, it's not difficult to make something that launches a projectile. Uh, I mean, I've heard of potato guns. Yeah. I've never seen a potato gun. Oh, I had a potato gun as a kid. They're probably illegal. Well, that's because you are a potato. It's probably true. I, You've I got the brain of a potato. Chunk, yeah, to, chunks the face out of my, a potato. my head. Well, it's so nice to know I married someone that's actually brain damaged. No, because if you never use a potato gun, you get your potato gun mm -hmm. and then like you you shove it into a potato and you break off a little bit of the potato and then when you pull the trigger, it just uses a bit of air to pop it out and it goes a few feet and it's like a lot of fun. And then the house has bits of potato around it. So your mum says, go outside. But there's actually real shooters outside, so you can't. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not true. 
Okay, listen, we've that actually brings us to the end of the first pod, but because we've actually barely touched on our actual topic of yeah. Shinzo Abe's killing because we did veer off into gender violence guns and In mass America, shootings. Right. Yeah. Um we are going to continue this on the next pod. It's a very Western perspective where it's like you're talking oh, about a shooting in an Asian country mm-hmm. and then go immediately then on to off into American to politics. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned for the next pod, a continuation of the killing of Shinzo Abe. Okay. Bye from Cat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Ali Cat at Bampot Productions Pod. Check us out at Bampot Pod on Anchor and the other ones are well, wherever you get your podcast and if they're listening wherever. to it already then they know where they get their podcast it's an <laughs> apple podcast spotify and anchor just now you couldn't just have said that you had to point out like well, that I, point you had to be pedantic you i don't want you to your, say it again yeah. and embarrass yourself like that <laughs> right <laughs> shit Boom. well if i'm As alive I punch you. tomorrow for the next podcast uh-huh. we'll see you tomorrow uh-huh. okay bye from ali bye from cat and it's bye from ali cat at bam pot pod check, check us, us out, out on twitter, twitter at bam pot pod, pod.